Mentorship, leadership, coaching. Right now. It's the Coaching Podcast with Matt Marvin and Tom Tony. When a coachee displays bad behavior, it is so difficult to figure out how do I manage that and still keep them engaged. Yeah, bad behavior. Talk to me. What does that mean? Oh, goodness. You know, when you're with someone and you know that the way that they're talking or word choices that they are using, or you know that um, they are doing something for selfish reasons, it's mm. not actually helping the group mm-hmm. or helping the organization. It's for them only. Yeah. It's so difficult sometimes. And aren't you glad that like in some of the settings... So, you know, when we're coaching students, like bad behavior can be, he just punched him in the eye, you know, it's right. like, yes. so there's that level well, of, well, trust me, whoa, yeah, but, exactly. So, yeah. And as you know, you know, with, for myself, it's usually in the corporate setting. <laughs> right, and right, right. Let me tell you something. It feels like a black <laughs> eye when someone says something in a meeting that they should not say. Gotcha. So it, it's amazing to me how, how similar coaching the students and coaching professionals yeah how how similar that is right i mean it really is the same thing it's the expression of uncontrolled emotional disruption yes right so i'm hearing you say like that the black eye statement is the same thing it's just the the expression of uncontrolled emotional disruption that's right and people in the workplace will tell you that it feels physically exhausting to them Hmm. that when the this type of behavior takes place what we might describe as bad behavior is so challenging and it wears them out and they will tell you that it feels again like they were just beat up on the schoolyard you know in the schoolyard like it just they in fact they will use terms like isn't that interesting i got beat up today you know or yes that's so true yeah so they will use that now i think as a coach what can help change the game and help you look at it differently is I personally truly believe that 95% or more of bad behavior, that when you see someone say or do something that you go, why are they doing that? They shouldn't do it. I truly believe that over 95% of bad behavior is actually a strength. It's just being overused. Hmm. And so for example, we will have um, a picture of a student who you have to say, please sit down. Like you're interrupting, <laughs> you're disrupting the room. I need you to sit down. Yeah. Please don't do that. That's bad behavior, right? And they, you turn around and two minutes later, they're talking to another student. And you go, why are you doing that? Why won't you listen? I need you to listen. Stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I think the reason why that so often is ineffective, why it doesn't always work is because whatever they're doing, they're doing it naturally often. Yeah. And it's a part of who they are. So if we start from you're doing something bad, stop doing it. Um, how they hear it can um, it can be difficult for them to swallow. Yeah. To say, wait a minute, you want me to stop being who I am? Now, the reality is, let's say the student is walking around and they're talking to other kids and you see it as disruptive. The question we have to ask is, what is their intent? What are they doing? What are they good at? Mm-hmm. And what you'll often find, not always, but often you'll find, you know what? They're actually really good at inter- interacting with other students. New kids that come in, they welcome them. They make them feel part of the group. They're so good at it. 
The only challenge is today they're overusing <laughs> this strength <laughs> and it's driving me crazy and it's driving everybody crazy. Yeah. And we're not being, we're not able to be effective. Why does that matter? Why does being able to look at it from that perspective matter? Right. Is it, it starts with intent. Mm. What are they trying to accomplish? What is behind this? What's behind it? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, as you say, like even in the corporate setting, there's so many things that could be behind it. But having the ability to sort of, I guess, calm yourself, is that the way we want to say that? Like not allow yourself to be disrupted by what you're seeing so that you can look at it from that perspective. You know, you're, you're in a room full of, of team members and somebody's acting out of sorts. It, yeah. it becomes very contagious. Great point. Right? Yes. And so, yeah. how do you stay above that contagion? Yes, yeah. <laughs> put on your put yeah. on your uh, IMP. What are they called? Those white things they already wear. Yeah. So it's, yeah. so it's like don't be infected. Yes. by that. Yeah. Otherwise, it becomes almost impossible to even see the potential strength behind it. Yes, and and again, just like it is with students, it is in the corporate world. I think part of that is um, what uh, the we always say that team members will will m- navigate toward the lowest allowed behavior mm. the <laughs> lowest allowed behavior water flows are the lowest point that's right yeah. that's exactly right and so if somebody is disrupting the classroom and no one's saying anything well maybe i can too <laughs> whereas most other students probably wouldn't do that if it were corrected yeah and when you say you know so for me to first start from a place let's you know from a coach standpoint if i start from the place of why wonder what's inspiring this Hmm. and is it because they're a bad person so to speak is it because they're being a bad kid and when we realize often people will do things out of their strength they just probably will overuse it i'm able to coach them also from that place i'm able to ask a question like this let's say it's a young boy named ryan and i'm able to say ryan i have you know i have a question for you i noticed that you are so good at welcoming new students in. How did you get so good at that? That's my coaching yeah. to help calm Ryan down right, right. And, cr- and prevent the disruption is, I noticed you're really good at this. How did you get so good at that? Where did that come from? Why does that matter? Because who they are is okay for them to be. Yes. That I'm not trying to get them to stop being one person and be a different I want them to know energy is not negative. Yes, exactly. Energy is not negative. Talking is not negative. That's right. And I want to acknowledge that it's good in many cases. Yeah. The second question is, what do I think he's trying to accomplish? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? Why is he talking with other kids? And when I'm able to say it from a positive standpoint, my guess is today you're talking a lot more, more so than even normal. And my guess is you're probably doing that to try to make, make this fun trying to make this this class fun is that true and when they're able to go uh no it's not about fun <laughs> it's that um we have three new kids today and i just want them to know that i like them right right you know or whatever it is is that i move toward positive intent that's when i can coach and they're able to hear it yeah you know they have the ears to hear yeah prior to that it's very difficult to tell someone stop being you right well you know and we also know that right in those situations that um as as i'll often say that Every story has a backstory. So everything you're experiencing, there's a, there's a story behind that yes. that led to that moment. There's, yeah. That was likely not an instantaneous reaction. There's something advising that, that action, that behavior, whether that's the corporate 
classroom, there's something advising that behavior. And the more in tune we can become with that backstory, the more we can advise or even just coach or encourage how that might be expressing. So let's deal with the sort of cause and effect, so to speak. Here's the effect. The effect is disruptive. Yes. The effect is over the top. Um, what's the cause mm-hmm. of that? And if we can connect into that, if we can discover that a bit and help them even to see that, then maybe there's a channeling that can take place. Because to your point, I think it does happen. I, d- I do think that sometimes there is ill intent, that sometimes that that people are trying to uh, create a divisiveness in a certain situation. Um, but I don't necessarily always believe it's purely those things. It's purely the negative intent. There's something else underneath it even still that's driving that narrative for them, right? So for example, uh, we know that sometimes students can become overly talkative. Um, and, I, and I don't want to just apply this just to students, but even how this would apply in a corporate setting as well, that people, students can become overly talkative when they're nervous. Right. And, and that nervousness is can be triggered by an uncomfortableness, right? I'm uncomfortable with the new kids that have come in. I don't know what this means for me and my place here. What does this mean for how I belong? Will they take over my my influence. Will I lose influence with certain friends that are in the class or or people that are in the, in, in the on the team? So somebody new is introduced or a new idea is introduced, a new project is introduced, and suddenly now this person begins to act in a way that's been advised by this almost like threat. There's there's yeah. a, there's a threat in the room, yeah. And this is how I respond to that threat, yeah. right? And so you're saying that the good thing is is that what we see in their response is a potential strength. Yes. But right now, <laughs> it's not so much it a strength. Feel right? like no, it, it does not yeah. feel like a strength. Exactly, this is something that has to be. We've got to get this under control. Yeah, and don't you don't you think that sometimes the challenge that people have, and we're talking about coaches, right? Even right, though this right. sounds like a classroom teacher <laughs> yeah, right, or something, exactly, right? You know, but I want you to know this happens for coaches too. Yes, which is they sometimes feel like it's a challenge of their ability. Mm. Right. So now you're challenging me as to whether I'm smart enough or I'm able to prevent this from taking place or to stop this behavior. And so they almost see it as a personal challenge. I think um, the topic that we had in another podcast around being curious, asking curious questions. Right. So even some of the behavior that we would go, nope, I am sure that Jimmy is being disruptive on purpose. (laughs) Yes. And I go, but you know, wouldn't it be fascinating to find out why? Yes. Like why, why be disruptive? And he goes, well, because this is boring and I don't think we should have to um, just always sit, you know, in this place. I think we should do something different. I go, ooh, wait a minute. Maybe that's a strength. Maybe that's a strength that he sees new ways of Mm, doing mm -hmm. things or that things can be outside the box. Innovative point of view. Yes, Yes. exactly. And looking for that positive intent, starting from that place, changes how we speak to our coaching and how they respond to it. It can be a game changer when we realize that 95% of bad behavior is actually often a strength, just being overused. <laughs>